Six Pack Football Podcast. Your Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings, mm-hmm. NFL, maybe some baseball. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe. find out. We'll talk about it. Uh, bi-weekly, tri-weekly, monthly. I think this is a tri-week right now. Yeah, it's off season, so it's not like super. We're just going as we go. Yeah. Podcast. Uh, no beer still because season hasn't started yet. Nope. But week one, we'll start drinking again. Mm-hmm. Get that alcohol back. Yeah, get it, get it. All right, man. It's been a couple weeks. How have you been? I've been good. Just uh, just living life, you know. You got a. You're gonna get a dog. I'm getting a dog. Half Weimaraner, half Blue Healer. So I don't know how big it's gonna get because Blue Healers are kind of tiny. Yeah. But Weimaraners are kind of big, like height wise. It'll probably break the. Be like Lola size, I think. That'd be really funny if it's like beagle sized. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll just we'll get right into it. We'll be a, a quick show today. Yeah, that's right. So we'll go right into the Cowboys news. So the Cowboys signed a new safety. That's right. I don't know how to say his George X Viking. What's how you say his last George name? George Ioka. Ioka. He's an ex Viking. Signed him for one year. Or is it George Loka? I don't know. It's I. I think it's I. I. Okay. Signed him for one year. Uh, he. I th- I'm pretty sure he's gonna be depth. Now, from what I'm reading, he's starter. He's starter. I mean, he may he may be starting. I don't know. Jeff Heath is pretty bad. Yeah, um, and I, you got, um, everything I read from about y'all signing him is that the intention is for him to be the starting free safety, which was Jeff Jeff Heath's position. Correct. Yeah, I, he is a strong safety though. Like that's all he's played. But uh-huh. I don't okay, think so he's, he was on your team. What was he like? Uh, he came over because he was on the Bengals when Zimmer was defensive coordinator, and under Zimmer and in Cincinnati, he made, he was a Pro Bowler made you know started all every year pretty much and then Zimmer came to the Vikings and he kind of declined I think he had two bad years with the Bengals so the Bengals uh released him and Zimmer picked him up we signed him to a one-year deal as y'all did and he started one game and I thought he did pretty good like he he's tall and he's fast and when he tackles he tackles like he, he takes good angles and all that but after that game, he never played again, and he was. Was he injured or? No, he was perfectly healthy. He was just moved to the uh, special teams, mm-hmm. and Anthony Harris, one of our unsigned players two years ago after the draft, became our starting safety, and we extended him this year. And Zimmer's reasoning was is uh, there's some technical issues with how he was covering people on deep passes, like he just wasn't properly playing the play right he was kind of like sounds perfect for the cowboys he was kind of like freelancing it yeah and so zimmer has no you know you're not allowed to freelance in his defense so he benched him and off to the cowboys he goes he has potential that's what i told you like i think he's you say he's a good tackler he's a solid tackler yeah he's just jeff he was a terrible tackler yes most missed tackles in the nfl i believe Yes, um, but especially if you go back and watch that Rams game, he's just missing people left and right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I mean, if if he can go back to his Bengals days, y'all have a potential starter. I mean, he's still yeah. young. He's, he's, and he's he's under a million dollars too. Yeah. So I think his cap hit the, this year is like seventy seven thousand five hundred or something like that. That's not bad at all. No, no, seventy five thousand. Oh, which is still pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think I might, I might be wrong. Maybe it's seven hundred thousand. 
That sounds right. I think yeah. if it's a million dollar deal, I feel like it would be like 750. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah okay. And then other news, uh, Cole Beasley left. Mm-hmm. Have you replaced Cole Beasley with a Randall Cobb? There you go. Also, potentially, Alan Hearns will also not be on the team. No, he didn't do really yeah. much. I mean, he had 200 yards. I think the Cowboys said that um, take a pay cut, uh-huh. stay on the team. But if he doesn't take a pay cut, he's out, which is fine. He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't a factor because we extended. We signed Tavon to another one-year contract. Mm-hmm. Brought in Randall Cobb. Yeah, we got Mari Cooper and Michael Gallup. I think that's a pretty solid. It's not bad at all. Pretty solid lineup. Randall Cobb is a one-year deal. Again, one-year deals. I love them. Five million. Prove um, it kind of year. Yeah, prove it year. Yep. And it's a prove it year for the Jason Garrett and Dak and all of them. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, I know one thing. Someone was like, "Here, here were your your starting receivers week one in 2018." You ready? Do you remember who they were for the Cowboys? Your starting ones. Yeah. Hearns, Gallup, Beasley. Um, there's a third guy out there, isn't there? Who? All right, so it was Hearns, right? Beasley and uh, Deontay Thomas Thompson, or Thomas. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah he, he didn't even he didn't even make it past week like two. Mm. So those were those were our starters last year for week one. People wondered why we were so bad at the end of the season. Like going into this year, week one starters is Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Randall Cobb. Not bad. That, that's a that's a higher improvement. I, feel. I, I think so too. Michael Gallup had a pretty good year as a rookie. He's developing. Bringing in Randall Cobb from the Packers, I think he can be a pretty good slot, third down maybe kind of guy. And then Mari Cooper, if he's if he continues what he was with us last year, this year, then that'll be pretty good. Not so bad. I'm pretty excited. Not bad at all. So the last other story I got here is Robert Quinn, mm-hmm. the defensive lineman from the Dolphins, is there's trade rumors between Miami and Dallas. And they brought him in. Rob Marnelli actually went to Miami and did some D line coaching for a little bit to see like to see Robert and stuff and th- this deal may get done. It may not, I don't know. I don't I don't what know how to offer. I don't know. Interesting. I think I I, I want to say it's a twenty twenty pick, second round pick, which is you know that's pretty good. Yeah, but if he passes prime a, or, I don't know. I mean, it would help bring some sort of something, you know. Yeah, because y'all anything D-line to our D line got like decimated. Yeah, and then if Demarcus Lawrence leaves, you know, and our last story about Demarcus Lawrence, he he's in some contract disputes right now. Cowboys offered him, I think it was. Six six years, one hundred twenty million. Right? Oh wow! Yeah, with forty five million guaranteed. So it's about twenty million a year. D Law wants about twenty two million dollars a year, and he wants more guaranteed money. Wow! So that's where the dispute's happening. Yeah, especially when Vikings got Daniel Hunter, who has tied the record for most sacks with for a player under the age of twenty something, under twenty three, I think. Mm-hmm. And we just signed him to a five year sixty million. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, he's averaging 12 and a half sacks a season so far. Yeah. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence wants double almost yeah. what? He wants Mac money. Yeah. Almost. How much was Mac's contract? Oh, a killer. Yeah. I don't know. It's close to that. That's what he wants. I wouldn't I mean, give he a had, he has He had pretty, he was a pretty good season last year. He was hurt most of the season. He's refusing to get his surgery until he gets his money. 
And that's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, come on, dude, what are you doing? Oh. I don't know if it's the guaranteed money. I don't know if it's the average year, if he wants us to make it more money. I don't know. But I have a fear that he probably will be with the Cowboys. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I know the Cowboys do want to They want to sign Dak, extend Dak, and then extend Zeke. Cooper, extend Zeke, and, and extend Byron Jones. Y'all are going to have some contract. Y'all yeah. are going to be cap hit very soon. Yeah. But we have some pretty good cap space going into this year. Um, it's just being creative with money, really. Cap hell. Is it real? Is it not? I don't know. Yeah. It's always weird because like, the Eagles were over their cap and now they're under their cap completely. Just by reconstruct reconstruction deals and stuff like that. So, Yeah, so that's the Cowboys news. It's been a pretty, pretty uneventful couple weeks just you know it's, it's in that lull part yeah, of the season for there's, us there's been no like big huge thing for the cowboys that's right. happened to other teams uh, that's how it is every season mm-hmm. stephen jones is very much um anti spending in the free agency unlike his dad was for years who would always bring in the big free agents and then ruin us um so yeah i do think that this is a smarter approach I, I like building teams through the draft than bringing in free agents but i also feel like building teams through the draft and then surrounding those young players with older veterans is the way you should do it yeah but just being smart about it like you wouldn't want to bring in like an antonio brown on a huge contract right but yeah i don't know interesting interesting all right we've ordered some vikings news Unless you take this one. I will. So the big one for us was the whole Anthony Barr scenario. Yeah, how about you break it down from beginning to end? Well, we were already in cap hell. We didn't really have much. So we offered Barr a contract. The terms of that wasn't really announced, like what our initial offer was. But he he obviously didn't want it. So he agreed to go to the Jets for a five-year, I think it was 72. Two million dollar deal, and it was pretty much all set in stone. He was flying to New York, and then uh, according to him, he got cold feet. Like he was just like thinking, like I don't want to be in New York. So he, when he landed, he got back on a flight back to Minnesota, and he was like, "Let's do another negotiation." They knocked out a deal to where he signed for five years, sixty-seven million, but uh, he only gets a two, it's only a two million dollar hit this season, so we still have cap space. Total, he's guaranteed $33 million, and after the second year, we can cut him for no loss at all. So it's kind of like a really team-friendly deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had to make some room for him by uh, restructuring some contracts. So Everson Griffin went from $14 million down to $6 million a year. Uh, we cut some players like Andrew Sandejo, players like that. So we have a little bit of cap space. I mean, we still have... a. I think we have just enough for the draft, so I don't think we're going to be making any other moves this season. I think we're down to like, I think we have like eight point one million now. Uh, we also re-signed Dan Bailey to one-year contract. He's guaranteed right now just two hundred fifty thousand dollars. If he makes it to week ten, he gets a million. Uh, and if he makes above, I think it's eighty percent of field goals and extra points, he gets another million. Okay. So it's kind of like it's it's a pretty good. Yeah, and Dan Bailey said it's cuz he didn't feel comfortable about last year or he didn't feel like he performed at what he can last yeah. year and uh, he he signed this deal cuz he wants to prove that he's still 
He's still good. He's still yeah. good, yeah. Uh, we also signed some offensive lineman. I forgot his name. You sent a guard. Yeah, Finally, guard. you have a guard on your team. Yeah, he was the starter for the Titans. So, yeah. so okay, explain this to me. You guys didn't have a guard all season until like just now? Yeah, because the Saints signed... Speaking of money here, uh-huh. the Saints signed Nick Easton. He was our left guard two years ago for like five years, something million, like a decent amount of money, like uh-huh. 40 million or something. He never played a game last year because he had a herniated disc in his neck. Oh, no. And the doctors just cleared him to play. And the last time that happened to one of our linemen, when he came back, we signed him to an extension and he completely sucked. And we cut him the next year. So the Saints signed him and are going to move him to be the starting center. And he's never played center before. What? Yeah. Weird. So. Okay. I was like, all right, Saints. And then the Saints also signed uh, Latavius Murray. Yeah, they took him from you. And they have Teddy, who is unsure if he wants to stay in New Orleans. Yeah, so now we have the... But apparently, Well, he, like he signed Sean, a one-year deal. Sean Payton and me want to become the Cowboys head coach next year or yeah, something. Yeah, but he, he signed a one-year extension with the Saints, so... Okay. But the Saints are just becoming Minnesota 2.0. But, uh... Uh, that's about it for the Vikings. We really haven't done much. Yeah, same with the, yeah so we're in the same spot. But you guys finally have a guard. That's good. What about the other guard? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just wing it. That's what I'm saying. Is, is um, Cooks going to be the starting running back now? Yes. Is he going to be healthy enough to do it? I really hope so. Yeah. He's supposed to be... I don't know. I think I know he's going into the season as the starter, but yeah, whether or not he can maintain that, I don't know. But we uh, Would you want to draft a running back? No, we re-signed... Uh, what's his name from the Lions? Uh, he was good his rookie year at the Lions, and then he was really bad the next year then he was like okay the third year the white guy no 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 uh i was thinking of riddick that's the white let guy. me get the name for you once i say his name you'll be like oh yeah i know who that is uh, oh yeah he was really bad his second year amir abdullah no idea yeah he, he, he was really good his rookie <laughs> okay. year like he was okay. like in the running for rookie of the year you guys you guys trip signed him well we signed him last year okay but Did you play last year no yeah. we just kept him like on practice squad okay and he's moving on up and now he's our backup so nice all right man so we'll just uh finish up the show with some nfl news yes so the big story that broke about a week ago i'd say was the giants traded odell beckham to the browns for peppers a safe a safety right he's a defensive back back. i think i think they're gonna be using him as a corner and then a first round pick a late first round pick a second round pick. Second round pick. And a third round pick. There was no third round pick. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. They got the Browns first, second, third, and the defensive back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 on, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Dun, dun, dun. They traded Beckham to Cleveland for exchange for first round pick. Second, second, the second of the, of the Browns third round pick. Because they have two third-round picks, so they get the second pick. And then Jabril Peppers. Oh. So they didn't get a second-round pick. They get the third-round pick, but their second third-round pick. Interesting. Okay. So my thing, with this, the, none of this makes sense. You have yeah. two generational talents. You have Barkley, and you got Beckham. Beckham. Mm-hmm. And you trade Beckham. And you're claiming... To not be rebuilding, 
Correct. Is you're going to keep Eli as your quarterback. Correct. And they signed some other player that's really old. Golden Tate. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So they signed Golden Tate. Oh, yeah. And then now they're saying they might trade their picks they got from the Browns for Rosen. That doesn't make sense. Because if you have a young quarterback, you want to pair him with a stud receiver. But you traded your stud receiver. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is like the weirdest uh, the mystery that I couldn't figure out. I'm like, what are the Giants thinking? And I, I listened to some Giants podcasts, like, you know, like a uh, fan podcast, stuff like that. Yeah. And some of them were, you know, the, one of them was pretty much like, David Gettleman should be fired. Like, F him. Get him out. He should be gone. This is the worst trade ever. They yeah. didn't even get like, a, they didn't get a lot for Odell. Because I feel like if Mac, you know, went for two first rounds, why couldn't Odell go for two first rounds and... Or more. Or more, right? They didn't get a lot for Odell. Blah, 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 blah. But then I hear other podcasts are like, no, 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 this is a good move. We want, we need to go. Odell. He wasn't performing and stuff like that. I'm like, he's not performing, dude. He's, Eli's throwing to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you, have you seen the stats with like um, Eli with Odell and Eli without Odell? Mm-mm. Bad? Pretty bad. Okay. I think I think with Odell, he's averaging, he, he has like a 70 QBR. And then without Odell, I want to say it's uh, it's like in the 40s. Let's see. You bringing it up? Yeah, bringing it up. Oh, I want to know what love is. Not dancing. Come on. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um Which is weird you know you're training him and then poor barkley last year he had um i wrote down here he had 352 touches with odell and most of those you know were like check downs yeah and you know now he's gonna freaking he's their offense <laughs> there's no receiver to take any pressure off of him is anyone I'm, is anyone gonna be scared of sterling shepherd or golden no. tate do we know what pick they have though i think it's like 17 or something the Giants? Like, what's their first oh, pick? Oh, their first pick is, I think it's number two. Two or three. I wonder if they're going to go with Metcalf, Metcalf from uh, Ole Miss, that receiver. Yeah, but the thing, though, is you have a receiver that's already proven. I I, I think they're trying to... If I have... I, now, I'm, I'm just like playing like the devil's advocate uh-huh. for them, like trying to make sense of it, is they know that Odell is going to demand that huge contract. We already demanded. He already got the contract. Okay, so they wanted to get that off the books. The my side of. I don't know. I tried. I tried New York. I tried to help y'all here. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. He he, he got the contract, and then literally like a week before the trade, uh, bet uh, uh, the GM said uh, we didn't we didn't extend Odell to trade him, and then they extended him and they traded him. Mm-mm-mm. It's it's it doesn't make any sense. It it I'm like what the heck, dude? And uh, I find it freaking hilarious. I feel bad for the Giants fans, but also I don't feel bad. I think it's the funniest. Don't thing feel ever. bad because all you have to do is think of a uh, what's his name, ESPN guy, loudmouth Stephen A. Smith. There you go. 
I can't find the stats, but they're pretty bad. Okay, I believe. Yeah, believe me. Believe me. What's the other ones we got? Antonio Brown to To the the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Did you hear? uh, Mr. Big Chest. What was his name? Uh, What's his name? Gruden was like, I cried when I traded a Mac. Mac. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, I cried. (laughs) But uh, now it's kind of looking. I mean, they get they still got the two first round picks. Two first round picks. No, they have three first round picks. Three first round picks. They have Antonio Brown. Yeah. Uh, they made another signing, I thought. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not a Raiders fan. They're the Nomad Raiders. They're going to be playing in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty crazy because... Does this make the Raiders better? Probably not. But does it make their offense a little bit more exciting? Probably mm. a little bit. <laughs> It really depends if Derek Carr can um, perform again. You yeah. Know? Um, he, I mean, like he had Cooper and he couldn't do anything with Cooper. Cooper, I think Cooper kind of fell out of love with the system anyway in Oakland. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. Uh, That's right. They uh, they signed left tackle Trent Brown to the largest ever contract for an offensive lineman. Really. Mm-hmm. They got that dirty player from the Bengals, Vontae. Oh yeah, the guy. Vontae's birthday. He's also the one that that concussed uh, Brown. He like knocked him out. Yeah. So he Damn. traded Khalil Mack, and in return gets three first round picks: Antonio Brown, Vontae's Burfitt, and Trent Brown. I, you know, maybe I, maybe Gruden's I, onto something. I honestly think that their first year in Vegas they're gonna be pretty good. I, I think they will be. I mean. Because in that first year in Vegas, they'll have two first-round picks. Though there is, and then they'll have the second Bears pick. Yeah, that's true. So, hmm. we laugh now, and maybe we can laugh next year. But Gruden, the next year, maybe Gruden's playing us all. Yeah, I mean, I, I that's why he sent, I think that's why he sent such a long contract, ten-year contract. Yeah, I think in three years, the NFL draft picks one through thirty-one will be all Raiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's got. <laughs> he's got to get. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I see what he's doing. I think he's gonna go for a quarterback this year. If not, definitely next year. I want to go for. I would go for. He. I mean, what is this? This draft is loaded with offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. It's loaded with defensive backs, mm-hmm. and it's loaded with linebackers. I feel like he should build up on that defense and give that offense one chance with Derek Carr. And if it goes bad, who's yeah. their backup? Nathan Peterman, I think. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. The greatest quarterback of all time. Greatest quarterback of all time for the yeah. other team. All right, another Raiders, no, uh, Steelers, former Steelers. Steelers uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. To the Jets. Huge contract. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. He's going to be playing now with, uh, who's the quarterback? The young guy, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. Who people feel like, for you back to the Giants, that the Giants should have signed or should have picked up Sam Darnold instead of Barkley. But they said, no, we can win now with Eli and they were wrong. Watch him win it this year. They're not going to win it this I year. I know. They still the thing they're going to make the trade for Rosen and it still doesn't make sense. They have no offensive line. They have the running back. They get rid of the receiver. They sign up a, a much less receiver to a pretty I think it's a pretty big contract for about an average, yeah. It's like if you're rebuilding, why do why? that? Why yeah. do that? Don't know. Their defense is terrible. Like they left everyone on their defense is gone. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And then our final 
huge story was yesterday. Yeah. The new rule for the NFL, which I just read, was actually pushed for by Jason Garrett and Sean Payton. Yeah. And I think it's being nicknamed the Sean Payton rule. Really? Because uh, I was like reading some stories on it and all of them, not all of them, I'd say like four out of five of them all mm-hmm. had like the Sean Payton rule is now going to be in effect. So, yeah. Which gives the coaches the ability to challenge pass interferences that are both called and not called. Not called, yes. And there are some disputes, as I we kind of talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Zimmer is not a fan. Um, Mike Zimmer, I, it's a long quote, but to sum it up, he basically said uh, defenses and like receivers and corners are always hands-on throughout the whole play. Mm-hmm. It's whenever it's over, like whenever it's like drastic or something that a penalty is called. And he said he's all for a replay assistant reviewing plays that look obvious, like the Saints Rams game. Mm-hmm. But he said. If you look at it, it's going to be heavily abused depending on the ref. Like if a ref is someone that's more willing to overturn the call and you're down by four, chunk it deep. And if your player misses it, challenge it as a pass, pass interference. interference. Yeah. And if there's hand contact, technically that's a pass interference. So it'd be down to the ref to be like, yeah, technically. Yeah. So he was like, I'm not for being able to challenge uncalled ones. I'm for a replay assistant overturning if it's obvious. Mm-hmm. So there's... I can see that. I feel like it should be every every play should be challengeable. Mm-hmm. Every penalty should be challengeable. Um, also, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the pass interference rule, how it is in NFL. Yeah. Um, I like how it is in college, right? I believe it's the 15-yard penalty. 15 yards. Yeah. So it's not as drastic. Like, right. It, you know, like you said, someone could just chunk it like 40 yards or down like the field. Th- think about like how a lot of pass interferences are called. Um. Sometimes the quarterback like throws it too short, mm-hmm. and the res- you know the receiver has to like stop and come back for yeah. it, and the corner hits him because of that on accident. Because the corner is like trying to yeah, and they call that a pass interference. So if you're a quarterback that's smart, like Aaron Rodgers or somebody, you yeah. know he's going to throw it short on purpose to get that contact, and then they're going to challenge it. Like I feel like it's going to be abused, abused. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is back here. Throw the flag. Yeah, throw the flag. Where's the penalty? Challenge it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, th- I feel like um, I don't know if I like it. We'll see how it goes in the we'll see how it goes in the preseason. Because I remember last year they made the huge th- deal about the leading with your helmet, and it wasn't really ever called. It was called a lot in the preseason. Yeah, but then it wasn't really called in the regular season until uh, I think there was one game where it's called against the Cowboys. It gets called against Zeke. Well, yeah, yeah, I think the Aaron Rodgers rule was called for like everything last yeah, year. Yeah, starting off, but then it kind of died down. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing about this that bugs me is that, you know, there's the Aaron Rodgers rule. Aaron Rodgers gets injured one year. Mm-hmm. Then the next year, they change it that you can't do that to a quarterback. Yep. But happened to Tony Romo. The exact same thing where he got lifted up a, when he broke his collarbone back in like 20, um, 2010. 2010. Yeah. And then no rules were changed. Just, that's a good hit. 2015 it happens twice. He breaks it one, and he breaks it again. I remember that, yeah. When he comes back, with the same thing, Panthers picks him up and drives him down. Nothing's called. And then again, twenty seventeen, it happens to Aaron Rodgers, and everyone's like, "Oh no, we have to change this, change that." Yeah, and I mean, Barr didn't even like. When you watch it, Rodgers jumped up and backwards trying to get like a penalty called. Yeah. Like he was trying to get a roughing the passer. Yeah. And Barr just kind of 
followed through with his emotion that he's already started. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers didn't jump, there'd be no yeah. falling down hard. He'd just land. Yeah, and this is football. It's a yeah. violent sport. <laughs> yeah, deal with it. <laughs> People have been being hit and breaking bones from the beginning of this stupid sport. And now we're like, oh no, protect Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Yeah. And, and then now with the Saints, the St. John Payton roll, as it's been called, um, you know, this happened once and now it's being changed. But like, there was like the Megatron rule, right? The Calvin Johnson rule, where that affected the Lions. Nothing changed. And then it comes back and it happens with Des Bryant in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed, and then three years later, they finally changed the rule. Yeah, I remember that. So I don't know. I don't know what what's the deal with like some some players and some teams. You know, I don't know getting it. Yeah, I don't know. But also, I feel like this would be the perfect rule for uh, Bill Belichick to exploit to win another Super Bowl. Yeah, like Tom Brady, throw throw it short. We're gonna throw it deep, but I want you to throw it. It's a little shorter. I w- yeah, I want you to throw it real short where the receiver has to come back, but he has to run into the corner. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Gronk retired. Gronk retired. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Although I was reading a story, it's like where he may, he, he may already be thinking about coming back. Like he may have called it too early. Really? Yeah. It's like reading a story where he may come because you got to think he's not even thirty yet. Oh, he's like twenty something. He wants to go to acting though. Yeah, or maybe WWE. Yeah, that'd be hot. <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I I want to see him become an actor. I think he could do it. He could be like Channing Tatum. Yeah. You know, like. And then he wins an Oscar in like he'd be the perfect, 10 years. <laughs> he'd be, if he was already an actor, he'd have been perfect instead of Channing Tatum for like 22 Jump Street and stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so weird. Uh, so, I, um, yeah, he's retiring. He was in, how many Super Bowls was he in? Like four, four or five Super Bowls and he, he won three of them? Yeah, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He already has a Hall of Fame career. He, the first year, they lost to the Giants. The second year, they beat the Seahawks. And then they beat, oh God, they beat the Falcons, they lost to the Eagles, they beat the Rams. So he's been a faster Bulls and he won three. That's crazy. That's insane, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a pretty good tight end. Um, is he the greatest tight end that's ever played the game? I think you can make a case. You could. I think so. I think you can make a case. I think definitely uh, that. Definitely the best receiving tight end. Yeah, definitely receiver tight ends like Tony Gonzalez and Shannon uh, Sharp, you know, kind of built the path for a Gronk to come in and yeah. become this. So, I agree. But I, you can definitely make the case that Gronk is one of the best receivers to ever play the game. And it's it's kind of... I think it's good that he's retiring because there's been a lot of years where he's been really injured. Yeah. Like Even like last year, he couldn't really play that well. He wasn't really that good last year. Um, I keep forgetting I'll have Jason Witten back. Yeah, he's back, baby. <laughs> He's like fifty. Because I remember in the stat where Gronk is already like he's already past Witten, yeah. yeah, in less years, way less. Like, Witten's like thirty five something, and Gronk is like 20, 29. 29? Yeah. It's twenty nine. Go to acting Gronk. You got this. You got this, man. All right. Well, that's all we got for you. Yes. Um, we have the draft coming up in April. It'll be April twenty fifth. We'll have one show before the draft, and okay. then we'll have a show after the draft. Can I recap? The draft. I like it. Potentially a live draft show. Maybe. Maybe working, so. Oh, well, well, to be found out. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you later. Bye-bye.